Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Shredded Ed, Cardio Johnny, Paul C, Matt Mork Super Troll, and Brazil Hadley. The best infotainment show around where you'll hear us joke, banter, and debunk all the nutritional myths you've heard time and time again, helping you get fit, healthy, and shredded. Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast, episode number 33. Correct me, Ed. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, should we know this? It's uh, yeah. 33, I know. Is it? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't say on iTunes anymore. It doesn't say what episode we're up to. Anyway, yeah, hi. No, it doesn't. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, so, how's the... Oh, fucking hell. Here we go, technology problems. <laughs> You're breaking up Are again. Uh, I'm good. Oh, I'm very I, good. Uh, I thought you were winding me up. No, 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 you're generally breaking up. Uh, yeah, so for, for everybody, if this is terrible, we are very sorry. It's been a bit bad all night. Uh, I'm very good, though. I'm very good. Um, my little diet's going well. What about you? Yeah, all right. Um, on progress, still. Uh, on progress, yeah, on progress. On target, still making progress, which is what's important. Re- ready for uh, the shoot, which obviously we're hopefully going to finalise very soon. Yeah, get some details out for that. It'd be good. Um, so your calories are being dropped again this week. You're going down to maybe 800 calories. We'll go with. I reckon I could do that if I'm honest. For a Mate, week. Uh, t- talk about. Have you? Do you follow, Are you friends with Carl Goldsmith? No, I don't I think know. He, I, I think he was in the lab. I think I'm not entirely sure. I can't remember, but basically he's been doing 960 for uh, I think the last week and a bit, and I think he's planning four or five weeks at 960. Really, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, some going really. So um, I've, I have very, very handsome chappers just popped up on my screen, and it's not you, Brett. What? Unbelievable! Is he is he waiting in the waiting waiting in the shadows lurking around? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should probably introduce me. him. No. <laughs> so um, we me, me and Edward while we're making small talk, we do have a special guest sitting around for this this week's episode. As I mentioned at the end, of the last. Uh, last week's so um dan smith hello <laughs> hello we can't see you because there's no video but um i don't know actually maybe i can i can see him he's there yeah i should be on i, no, can't, you are on. I, can't, see I can't see you but we're on although you're looking more like carton <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you can say that <laughs> Why? You, you're 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 like a silhouette or you're tanned, or you're a tan silhouette. I don't know. Uh, sorry, I, I had to move because of the these connection issues. Yeah. I think I'll tell you what. I'll move over it. No, it's fine, mate. Don't worry. We got to remember this is an audio thing. Majority, we don't even get anyone watching on YouTube, so. Okay. Most of them aren't even uploaded. <laughs> so. I think I think I uploaded the first two and then got bored. Yeah. Um. While we're speaking about, God, that's worse, mate. While we're speaking about Carlton, um, big shout out actually for uh, becoming a dad. So, so yeah, I know he right. listens. He does listen. Malachi, 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 Malachi. I'm sure that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, congratulations, mate. Good. Yeah. I um, actually spoke to him on the phone a little while ago because uh, he wanted some tips on breastfeeding. <laughs> what from you? From yeah, me, I know. I said I'm I'm an expert at it, you know. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, it's a good job our nutrition things don't go down the realms of child nutrition because, uh, yeah, we might struggle. Before we get sued. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, um, Dan, um, I want to ask you your initial question. Um, why, why Dan Mack? Oh right, that is that the initial? That's the initial question. That's, 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 the, initial that's question. the only question we've got for the whole podcast. Why, why are you called Dan Mack and not Dan Smith? I get that quite a lot as well. To be honest, um, my middle name is McLeod, so it is Dan Mack Smith or Dan Mack Fitness. Um, but Dan Smith is quite a common name. <laughs> so no shit. <laughs> Rather than having that, we just put like a, a Mac Fitness and then it stuck. I mean, there was times where I thought about changing it to something else. I didn't know how I felt about having my name in it, but it's there now and it's kind of it's been built. So Yeah, yeah you, you have a brand, mate. You can't change it. And yeah. to be honest, I don't want to call you anything else. So. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, and that's what matters. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> It wouldn't be the same or anything, but yeah, like Dan Smith Fitness, it just, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, I, sure, I, I'm sure there is a Dan Smith Fitness out there somewhere. Probably. I wouldn't usually. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not swish enough, Dan Fitness, Dan Smith. <coughs> I'm just going through like a big kind of rebranding thing at the moment, um, like new websites being like developed at the moment, and that's all being changed. I don't know why I'm pointing at the... Uh, the logo because you can't see it but yeah the whole logo has been sort of rejigged um, by, uh, by one of my friends so yeah I'm excited for that what's wrong with the logo no I like the logo nothing massive is going to change but we're going to have um, he reckons you can maybe just change it to make it look a bit more current current okay well it looks like a chess piece holding a dumbbell like a like a pawn yeah I basically I made this logo, the original. I found the original the other the other day when we were talking about it, and it, it looks yeah for something that's quite simple. I made it look really bad, um, and then these magical designer people they just don't know how they do it, but they made it look quite good. I quite like the logo. I'm proud of it. Yeah, good, good. Well, let's um, let's find out about you then, mate. So um, tell us about like kind of you. Obviously, we want to know about you, but tell us about kind of your history, how you went to nutrition, um, because obviously I know, but the listeners may or may not know, but obviously you're not, um, well, you do have a bit of a job outside of nutrition still at the moment, don't you? So tell us all about all that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me on. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a nice thing to receive, so to be asked to come on anyway. So, yeah, thank you for that. Um, but in terms of how I got into nutrition. I've always been involved in like coaching type stuff. So um, in terms of like qualification wise and bits, I didn't really, I didn't go to university or anything, but I studied uh, like psychology and biology bits at, at A-levels and then um, went into straight into work. So I went, joined the police first, um, then left the police uh, and did some coaching, like, <laughs> this sounds really strange now. I've done quite a lot. Um, I did some indoor skydiving coaching. So I used to work in a, in a wind tunnel indoors. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, went through that and did my whole skydiving coaching levels and courses. Um, but I'd always been involved in training to some, to some extent, whether that was swimming, 
when I was younger. I grew up my whole life was pretty much swimming, training before school, after school, uh, seven seven days a week. That's pretty much my life. Um, so it's always been there, <clears throat> and then kind of switched that for the weights. I think in in a in a weird way, just got into weight training side of stuff and got involved more on that basis and then got interested in doing my PT qualification and then obviously like you guys know we went through the Mac nutrition thing recently and um, I'm kind of I'm more interested in that nutrition side to be honest now um, I think over the last few years that's kind of been a big focus of mine so just trying to use and get involved in that a little bit more knowledge wise I find it really interesting just taking all of that knowledge and learning all of it. Um, it, it gives me like a, I don't know, it sounds quite sad, but I don't think it is. But I get like quite a big kick out of it, like a big a bit of a buzz. And people sort of look at you and they think, well, how do you work? You know, you obviously do your job, but then you do other bits like on outside of that. Do you not ever find that you just get like bogged down in it? Or is there, you know, times where you just think, I'm not going to do this now and you just think well I never really feel like that because I genuinely enjoy like the work around it I genuinely enjoy working with the clients and um, getting to know them as individuals and then how we can help them really really like thrive on that and I think if you if you have that then there's no you don't it doesn't feel like work and I hate that old cliche thing or if you really enjoy your job you never work a day in your life but it, it is kind of like that and I feel yeah it's quite a, quite a passion of mine now, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> no, that's really, that's, that's really cool, mate. Um, I think that obviously the whole like enjoying your job and stuff that I see in your content obviously shows through or shines through. Um, yeah, no, that's really cool. I didn't know that you. Uh, I don't know if you said before, but I didn't know you were a swimmer. You yeah, know, are you built for swimming? I, I wasn't. I wasn't always this. This muscular, <laughs> <laughs> this huge. <laughs> yeah, just uh, for anyone listening, Dan's a man mountain. You know the mountain from Games of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's pretty much I, see, I don't really feel that. I don't see that. Um, I, I, I when I was swimming, I was quite obviously quite broad on the swimming, but I didn't really carry as much lean tissue. You don't really have swimmers' legs, do you? But yeah, I, my swimming was to. What's that? Hello. Who was that? Was that you, Ed? It's yeah. Sorry. No, it was you. Texting me. I didn't me. say anything. Huh? Oh, oh right. <laughs> That's what the noise was. It was Brett texting me. <laughs> Jeez, that sounded like you were about to say something. What other yeah. text have you got? Um, no, the swimming side of it, I basically was. Uh, I got to like national level swimming, and. Um, and yeah, then it was that choice of you know, do you carry on or do you go and work? So, kind of in a way, I wish I'd carried it on, but there's no at the time there. Well, I don't know, it's probably a little bit better now, but there was no real money involved in in the swimming side of sports. But I think it is a lot better now with a lot of really funding and things. But yeah, and um, I enjoyed it. It's kind of it <clears throat> in a way set set me up in terms of. The, the coaching side of that, I went and did some of my um, like training training swimming levels, so to be able to coach uh, within that realm as well. But also, 
the coaching side of that, the way it's programmed is kind of similar to how I program stuff now for certain clients. So it's quite useful in terms of cycles and um, like phases throughout like a block of training and things. Not to go into too much detail, but <laughs> just just give us your whole training program now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? you just find it really boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what yeah, your what? I know what your training split is anyway. It's just legs, legs, arms, legs, legs, arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, the reason my legs, I I never used to have any legs. I was that guy with no legs because I just thought I don't need to do that. Um, and then I did my first ever like competition and looked at the pictures and I was like, man, I need to. Do you know? You guys must know. You know Ben Mudge. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he was he was competing at my um, first ever comp. And I stood next to him. And then when I got the pictures, I was like, oh man, I need to train legs because he, he has like a ginormous. Yeah, comp. he's a big old he's a big old boy, isn't he? As well. <laughs> so yeah, and since then I trained legs. I was like you joke about it, but I was training them like twice a day some days just because I didn't really know. Like, I just want to need to train all the time. Um, yeah, must get some work up and down ladders, mate. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we don't really. You think that the ladders very much uh, don't really come out too often. We're not like only when we train with them a little bit. But, yeah. Nah, I guess you, you're more going up and down the poles, aren't you, mate? <laughs> In your in your job description, when you were going for your job, did you say you're now a fireman? I don't think you did. No, you didn't. But I'm just insinuating. <laughs> when you were going through all your job roles, I think you finished at skydiving. No, you didn't. You, you didn't. To, yeah. you went on to be a PT. Didn't even say he's a fireman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People would think I'm really weird now. Um, <laughs> he's actually a pole dancer <laughs> with a fetish for ladders. Uh, just that we, uh, no, I am. Um, I'm in the fire, fire service, yeah, so that's quite my, my, my full-time job, although the coaching side of it is very much, I'd say, it's going towards that more now in terms of full-time. I'll be working in between um, my days off and whatever, and sometimes like before and after work. So, And that's what it goes back to that point I was saying. It, it doesn't feel like a chore to come home from work and then carry on working. Um, <laughs> And I have to be kind of careful with that sometimes in in like, you know, there are other things you need to do in life. So, um, and then, you know, obviously my, my girlfriend will sit down and say to me sometimes, like, you do need to take time to do stuff. You know, you can do things. It's all right to, so, but yeah, I think she, she obviously sees the other side of it as well, which is good and understands it. Um, so, yeah, sure. Just busy, busy. Yeah, cool. So, um, I guess like, so obviously you've got your full-time job, obviously in the fire service, obviously you're, uh, I suppose, would, would you describe yourself as an online coach? Yeah, I have, I have three clients that I train one-to-one still. Um, and the only real reason, to be honest, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy training them, um, and they're people I, I get on with and I get quite a good kick out of training them still. Yeah. But there's times even now where it's crossed my mind to think, could I be using that time more? But um, it's not come to that point yet. So 
Uh, but yeah, the majority of my work is online. So yeah. cool. So I mean, like, I guess what we want to talk about today mainly was really kind of like what is online coaching and and kind of how it works and how maybe it doesn't work in in some scenarios. So, yeah. um, I guess like maybe just for the people listening that are probably and I get this quite a lot to be honest when I when I tell people kind of what I do outside of my full time job, like what is online coaching? Because people, a lot of people I speak to don't really understand what it means. They kind of like. What do you just sit there over a video and kind of like just you know like tell people what to do? And it's like, well, it's a, a little bit more to it than that, but okay. Uh, so maybe like for the people listening, what what do you think online coaching is? I'll just try and explain to listeners so they can kind of get a really good feel. Yeah, I think I I had that. I get that quite a bit as well because you you say to people, oh, I'm online coach, and they're like, uh, they look, give you that confused look, and like, like, you don't really understand what I'm what I'm trying to say, and then you explain it to them they're like so do you just you know you just start a live call like this and you just shout at us while we are in the gym i'm like no no it's just... <laughs> uh, so in, in my eyes what it is is to it's the ability really to be able to provide that coaching service whether it's for training or nutrition and um, via a distance sort of variable so we can um access gives you access to more people so you can help more people which is great um but then there are obviously the downsides to that as well uh but it's just giving you that freedom to be able to not be so confined to like oh, i've got to be in the gym mm-hmm. and it's that time you're with that person say like for an hour is that time kind of you know, people talk about that time for money exchange Whereas I can access more people, and that's my other thing that I'll probably talk about as well to come on to. And people <clears throat> will say that well, the online coaching thing is, or they'll they'll view it as an as an easier option in terms of a coach. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say, oh, it must be really easy. You can, yeah, you can do it from wherever you want." <laughs> but but there's no, it's not it's not less time involved in it. If anything, I feel that there's more time involved with what I'm doing now than there ever was with what I was doing on a one-to-one basis. So, yeah, the, the, the time consumption is something that people don't really realise, especially if you do it right. I think that's another big sort of point for me in terms of uh, like when I first got into the coaching side of things, I, I went and found an online coach. And I was kind of at the time. If you don't know, you just expect it. You think that's how it sh- that's how it must be. You know, I'm just getting an email from someone, with some copy and pasted like workouts on there. Uh, and my nutrition, like bespoke nutrition, was um, screenshots of my pit- my fitness power just sent across. Now I'm not saying you know, if there's anything behind that, you could. You could use that and it's probably quite useful, but it was just like a, it had obviously come from a bank of like my fitness pal, uh, calorie allowances, and they've just gone right, that'll do for you. And it was your generic like whitefish and all that kind of jazz. But so ever since I got that, I was determined to never, you know, give that service to someone, especially for the money that like, that I was paying for it. Like, wow, this is like, 
crazy. So yeah, that kind of spurred me on to never be at that. For me. The service always had to be and the attention to detail had to be there, um, which I think is a big thing really um, in, in, in coaching in general, not just on, not just like fitness style coaching. But, Yeah, sorry, mate. I can't remember what you asked me there. You asked me around what is online coaching, and I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry, mate. No, you've you kind of explained it. I mean, I guess maybe just like talk about more a bit more of the actual detail of what's involved. So, kind of what what do you actually do for your clients? I'm not talking obviously give away all your magic six figure Fit Pro secrets, but <laughs> just kind of like maybe just a bit about like what is actually involved in it. Uh cool. All right. So, how I set things up, I, I use a system. Uh, like a computer coaching system, um, which I find really useful because it's it's kind of where we hold all the information. So when a client will come on board, they have to submit a sign up form for it. It's quite in depth. You know, it goes through all of their past history, health, um, all their diet, nutrition preferences are on there. And once we get that back from them, then I'll I'll go through all of those details and we come up with a plan for whatever it is they want to achieve <clears throat> before they obviously submit the sign up form we go through like a full consultation um, usually via Skype or like video call something like that so we can delve into what it is that they want to do and also whether my coaching is suitable for them because that's you know, one of the downsides of um, online coaching it isn't for everyone and I don't think it should be for everyone um, and then also to the specifics of what coaching you're offering, you know, um, I think should you say that you work with like every single person out there, I don't know if that's a, a good idea because you're, you probably set yourself up to, to fail at some point. Um, you should kind of maybe just niche it down a little bit. I feel that you get more success that way. Um, but yeah, in terms of then what they do, they're setting the sign-up form through. We set all the things in motion in terms of a plan. Um, the setup, they will then receive from me like full introduction into how we're doing it, go through all of the processes, the check-in processes, uh, whether we check in weekly or what's required on the check-ins. Um, the system I use is quite cool in that way because we can customize it in so many different ways I've, I've played around with a few different training systems for online coaching and they never really did what i wanted them to do um and so i found this one that was just yeah you can just change it to whatever you want and there's always new little tweaks coming out of it which is which is awesome so it's kind of a bit of a lifesaver to be honest um, um yeah from there we just kind of go through it so we'll check in weekly and uh, whether that's done via video or we just use like checking questions some people aren't too keen on the video side of things which is cool you don't you can't like force people to do it so but i'm i'm a big fan of using video to well on a on a daily basis on social media but also <laughs> in terms of like um for explaining exercises or to even run through you know different types of nutrition bits and pieces whether that's live on a Q&A on Facebook or you know, answering someone's question on Instagram. Um, I think video is quite powerful in that way. Yeah, but it's funny you say about that not everyone likes video because, um, yeah, 
like most most of the people I coach are fine with it, but actually, um, I actually had a consultation with someone today that like was just petrified and would not basically wouldn't have gone through with coaching if video was an absolute requirement. And um, I spoke to her this morning. We had a telephone con- uh, consultation. To be honest, she was lovely. And like you, you kind of get the impression like a bit when people are saying, "Oh yeah, like um, yeah, no, no, I can't do video." You kind of think she even said herself, "Actually, I'm not a fruit loop. I promise." And it's kind of like, uh, okay, because they, they, exactly how it works. And you speak to them, actually, yes, you genuinely wasn't. She's just really, really nice. And it's just strange, really, how, like, you kind of feel, like, really alien or not quite normal if you don't like video. So, well, actually, no, it's, it's completely normal. It's like, you, you never met me before. Like, you don't you don't know who I am, and yet you want to have a video, like, call me. So, you know, that's probably the yeah. weird thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, I get that. And also, uh, like, I've got a client. I won't, if it's, like I say, I won't force someone to do it, but... Um, I say that I kind of prefer it if you would do it, but I don't feel you have to. But then there's clients who work with me now who, who are like the person you were describing. They just were like, no, I'm not doing it. And now, like you see them on videos, they're like, you know, doing their best acting impressions and like, <laughs> like funny intros and stuff. You're just like, wow, you can see someone's confidence change through the process. And that that that's like a massive thing in terms of, you know, yeah, we get the results, we, you know, you lose weight or you, you build muscle, but to actually see someone's personality change and come out, is just that, that's awesome to me. So that's another reason why videos are quite cool, um, I think, anyway. Yeah, sure. No, sure. So I guess, like, just moving on to um, the next point really around kind of what are the, like, the main benefits then of maybe, like, online <clears throat> coaching as opposed to either, you know, I suppose one-to-one, face-to-face? uh online so like we touched on you can access more people you can access people in different countries um which is the cool thing so you, you can help more people and especially if time is a factor then that's you know a benefit for you and also for say if someone trains at a gym and not that i'm playing down all like pts and gyms but they might work at a gym where you know the standard is not there we know the standard in the pt industry is not where it should be and they work with someone else for example who is based online then they, they have that option to do it which is cool so it's more accessibility for for everyone uh and there's my other point I think why why you look. I think that's obviously like a, a big thing because obviously you mentioned about having more access to other people, but I think that's one of the biggest things. Actually, more people got access to you because obviously there's going to be people that really maybe like watch your social media content, um, like all the cool infographics you put out, go through your stories, think, "Do not, I'd love to be able to work with Dan, but I just don't live near him." <laughs> but actually, when you when you think, uh, "Well, I don't need to," you can go through you know, all the stuff is is remotely accessible. So, yeah, that's that's the other thing. So they can. They can obviously see that and they can then make that that choice because it's specific to what they want to do so they will then look at the content i, I put out and they were like actually i quite like the way that you do things the way you talk about stuff and then they go yeah i'd like to work with you and that that then should mean that the relationship works well rather than it just being someone who doesn't really know who you are then that's the kind of the other benefit to it um and also not to forget the, the cost effectiveness in it um in terms of one-to-one training uh i feel that that's also a point for some people as well which works well for people who online training is is a good 
the online training side of stuff is quite hard, um, especially if it's gym involved. If it's nutrition, it's probably slightly different. But any type of you know trying to teach someone complex movements by online basis is, I think, that's quite difficult. That's just a personal opinion. I think um, just sort of something that I see a lot as well is that uh, PTs obviously they tend to be a bit more sort of trained and focused on the the training side of things and, and neglect or don't know quite as much on the nutrition side so they kind of almost say oh yeah we'll make sure you eat lots of fruit and veg and lots of meat and then that's about it that's all they kind of go into or they might say oh yeah have you been eating well this week and then when the client's like oh i've still not lost any weight yet i've been coming to see you three times a week and i've been paying 30 quid an hour um but i've not really lost any weight in the last month Whereas I find with the online side, we tend to focus a bit more on the nutrition and also you're there for them almost 24, well, seven days a week, really, aren't you? Uh, you know, if somebody has a question, they can ping you a message and, um, and and you're looking at kind of the week as a whole. Whereas with PTs, I tend to find, obviously, this is not pigeonhole in PTs because there'll be some that listen to this and they, they'll say, no, 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 I focus on the nutrition and we go through it, we do food diaries or, or whatever. Um, but I do find that a lot of them, they kind of, uh, they just focus on that hour and they're kicking their ass for that hour. And then it's, they, they don't really care what goes on for the rest of the time because they've been paid for that hour. Uh, whereas you don't really yeah. get that with, with yeah. the online side. Yeah. And I think as well, um, what come, comes into that is because they're, they're obviously getting paid for that, which I don't think is wrong. They're getting paid for that training for the hour. Then if you're trying to fit in, you know, going through someone's nutrition within that time frame as well, or during the training, which you shouldn't really be doing, you should be training them. Of course. Um, maybe that's where they they neglect that side of the nutrition uh, as well, um, which is hard because you want to obviously help on both sides, but then it's fitting that time to do it. Um, that's yeah. where, where being online, you can do that and you can allow that time for it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I think um, I just want to revisit your point around um, like online coaching not necessarily working for so we're talking obviously on the PT side rather than nutrition um, for people new to training I, I don't disagree I think you're absolutely right I think you can't really teach it, 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 like I don't know maybe it's a bit of a statement I don't know but I think it's probably impossible to teach anyone any any lifts let alone complex lifts online I mean you can maybe like record videos and say you know watch them and they can try them out themselves but even then it's really difficult you can't give feedback necessarily other than asking them to record their lifts and even then it's still quite difficult because you can't really see or feel some of the movement patterns that they're doing um so i guess like maybe that's why you tend to find pts face to face um kind of you know charge them to do that type of stuff and maybe nutrition is really much more accessible or doable via online rather than pt yeah definitely 100 percent agree with that uh, the even the people now who some of them are coach, uh, when we try and critique videos, it's always difficult because, um, you know, my way of doing things might be slightly different to how they visualise doing it. And then you see the video back and you're like, well, you really didn't get the idea of what I was trying to put across there. So yeah. it's, it's a tough one to be even people who are, you know, used to training in gyms. So, um, yeah. But in nutrition, yeah. definitely, I think that's, and I think there's going to be more things like coming out in the future to, to try and enable that better, like like the the systems that are coming out and um, you know the way things like My Fitness Power is evolving. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. 
but you know and all these different things that are changing coming up which yeah it's going to be it's going to be a different kind of way to do nutrition now which is it's exciting i think it is yeah i think i'm um, like so just for the people listening if anyone's listening thinking mm, quite like the idea of coaching but you know what i've heard sounds really good um i suppose it's just quite fair to say that it's quite prominent to think if you want to coach you probably need to have some training experience maybe a bit more you know i, don't, I mean i don't want to put any numbers on it so you must have x amount of training experience but you know you kind of want to either get to a point where you feel reasonably proficient in in most of the main lifts otherwise i guess as a coach you can't then program a lot of those lifts as well um so you need to be in a position where you're kind of maybe proficient at them or if not then i suppose at least work with an online coach but have like almost a hybrid approach with someone else where maybe they could teach them face-to-face in their local gym yeah yeah definitely i think that's a cool idea to do stuff especially if you want to focus on nutrition for example and you're not really too bothered about that then yeah i think that's a great idea um could in terms of sorry the go on there finish right. your point and i'll uh, jump in afterwards no i can't remember what i was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was going to say it, some people i suppose would need like i have clients who they don't really go to the gym they um they, they just want to focus on the nutrition focus on the eating and you know we're sort of scheduling things like extra steps and stuff like that for just to increase their activity but um i suppose online coaching this is when it sort of depends on who you go to but not every online coach, uh, even coaches training, some of it might just solely be nutrition. I know plenty of coaches who they don't have any qualifications or any real desire to coach the, the training side and they only want to coach nutrition. Um, so and people have packages as well. I know like for us or for me anyway, I have sort of nutrition and then nutrition and training packages and obviously sort of price is dependent on, on, on what you need. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I wouldn't sort of say that you know you could be a complete newbie and you could be never have exercised a day in your life but if you just want to focus on the nutrition side obviously there's there's the services out there for for people like that as well definitely yeah um 100 agree with the nutrition side being more accessible it reminded me of my point that i forgot and um, to do with brett's thing but like the type type of coaching so if uh for example like i wouldn't dream of trying to coach someone Olympic lifts or whatever by online because don't really have the expertise in that area and even if I did I don't think I'd feel comfortable doing it but the nutrition side then yeah I think that's definitely where it, it comes into its own and I think now that the majority of the clients that I coach are becoming more solely nutrition based and like you just said Ed with um, regards to just increasing activity and we we go through like just simple habit forming behaviors and just building those over time we don't some of them we not we don't touch on calories or macros you start talking about that and they just zone out or freak out and you just you lose everything so yeah it's understanding from the off, offset about what it is they want to get out of it and then the level that they're at to start with um i kind of, i said i wasn't gonna like i wouldn't rant about it but I feel like we have we have such a sometimes in the fitness world we tend to go on about like calories and macros all the time just assuming that everyone understands that and they they don't really the majority don't so yeah um not to say that they shouldn't be 
it's a it's not an important part that uh, majority don't really understand that. So if, if you're listening to this and you're going calories and macros, maybe this is your first episode you've ever listened to. Go back to the first couple of episodes when we explain <laughs> what calories and macros are and uh, get up to speed. <laughs> no, but of course, everybody's listened to all 900 episodes, whatever we've done now. Uh, Good. <laughs> uh, no, I think like the, 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 the regular listeners will know, but I think obviously your point there, Dan, is, is really key in that calories macros matter because obviously they are the units fundamental units of energy that whether you count them or not your body does it's a case of like it doesn't mean you have to really put in the effort of of tracking every single thing no of course you don't you know the, the that's what good coaching is about finding an individualized approach for that person that's going to make their life as easy as possible and therefore adhere to something that they can you know live live with basically for the rest of their lives and manage their health because that's the point yeah, because do, do you want to track calories forever? Like, I don't, I don't think anyone does really. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, I might do. I've got like a seven hundred and something day streak on my fitness yeah. part at the minute. Although that, not Steve Hall's that like good, the, but that's the that's the other weird side of my fitness part, isn't it? You start to build up these, uh, what are they called, um, these weird rational behaviours because I'm similar now. I think today was my 365th day. Oh, a whole year. Yeah. Got a few likes on that today. (laughs) 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 That's all right. Well, you know. I celebrated as well. Had a little party last night. Do you want to to know my streak? Yeah. (laughs) Six days. That's good. That's nearly a week. I was trying to go for a mindful approach with my latest diet, uh, and I was trying to be, you know, I was trying to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this mindfully, and, and I realised I just didn't have any self-control, so I needed some sort of parameters and restrictions, so I had to start tracking again, because I was making no progress. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we say, we say, like, not everyone wants to track. For some clients, I imagine you'd probably be doing a bit of a nutritional assessment and habit-based assessments and think, you should probably track. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um yeah, yes and no, because sometimes you just uh, you get the impression that they just really need to start at the, the base level and we just go from like um, whether that's portion sizing control, uh, you know, setting regular meals or whatever, however it is that fits in. And then, yeah, building. I'll always try and build into some education around calories, macros, and um, to a point anyway, you know, and then. Uh, as they learn and they you know, get involved in it more and they want to find out more, then we kind of build that as we go. Um, so, yeah, it's all dependent on, on the client, really. Uh, I think I should shout out Neil for that, actually. Neil, <laughs> one of my clients who uh, listens to all of your um, podcasts and things. Yeah, um, Neil's a legend. He's, uh, he's like a, a clear example of that because he didn't know anything to do with it. And now he, he like, immerses himself in just everything like he's on he, in the gym earlier he said i've got to go mate um mike mcdonald's live q a soon i've got to go, i've got to go and watch it he's <laughs> so, just changed everything he's just brilliant so yeah and he he listens to all of your stuff and that so yeah um it's just an example of how someone can kind of flip their life around it's, it's awesome so all good yeah, he, he was uh, petitioning hard to get you on the uh, on this podcast, <laughs> and I said, "Don't worry, mate. It's already in, we already decided. I think it's already going to happen." But 
um, you were saying earlier on about you kind of you start to niche down in your clients and uh, and that just because you get better results instead of just casting your net at anybody and everybody who walks past uh, so what what is your kind of your client avatar or what, what's your what sort of clients do you typically work with uh, so at the moment they're ideally between age range of 20 to 45 and and then from there we look at uh, possibly um, overweight or has been overweight um, maybe tried some like previous diets you know failed diets um, obviously likes food and bits and pieces like most people do um, you know enjoys their food uh, they this is where the exercise comes in so they might obviously already train or have um, trained in the past um, or if they're just specifically wanting to come for nutrition then that doesn't come into context really so it just they may have trained at some point um, usually they've got quite a busy type life work life um, family life as well um, might have a kind of uh, stressful type job usually and then in terms of like nutritional uh, understanding you know right from the base level up to be honest so they don't have to work with I've got clients who understand macros and everything and want to do it for you know specific purposes like photo shoots etc or those who just want to you know improve their health and just look and feel a bit better um, yeah I, I know it's not like the right real down niche 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 but it's still something that I feel that I can kind of you know put out decent relevant con uh, content for those kind of people because um, otherwise I think you just kind of put out you put out random stuff it might it might appeal to some people but if you can be more specific with the stuff you're trying to help people with it all it works both ways and for your for your customers and your business and then for for them as well so yeah yeah, I remember when I was, uh, I've been doing it a few months, I think, and I, I was getting into my content a bit more. And I think within a week I had like, uh, I was talking about my bodybuilding prep one day. Then I was talking about like gen pop fat loss another day. And then I was talking about like sports performance nutrition the next day. <laughs> and it was just such a mess. It's like, come on, who do you even yeah. want to help? <laughs> who even are you? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You, you just, you know... sorry, sorry, mate, go on. No, 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 you go. I was saying, I think most of us have probably done that at some point, like just, just kind of gone. Oh, I, I need to answer everything or just relate it to everything. And I know that I, I come from a background of, say, competing, um, bodybuilding, and whatever. But I don't really, I don't put information out there to, to kind of grab those people. It's more content that is, you know, stuff that can be easily digested and quite and made to be quite simple that people can then benefit from uh so yeah but i get i completely get that yeah i'm going to doing stuff like that but people don't want people don't really want to know about me um eating seven meals a day out of tupperware and that but yeah, yeah we've all been there i was just i was just going to say it's just because ed you're just such a super nice dude you just want to help everybody <laughs> i do want to help everybody i want to change the world overnight <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
Mm. No, cool. So, I mean, I just, I guess, um, moving on to kind of like what maybe what wouldn't work so well, maybe fine line coaching. I know we've touched on um, like the PT side and maybe the PT side doesn't work so well for the kind of new people training with it. Is there anything kind of, whether specific to online coaching or whether specific to the nutrition side, just are there any kind of pitfalls that you think mm, this isn't really for you as an individual? So maybe if it's like personality types or whether there's anything specific in like the coaching process that maybe doesn't work with people? You, I think you have to say, or is it just, sorry, mate. No, carry on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, or is it just <laughs> absolutely excellent? It works for everyone. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Everyone. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, don't get me wrong at the start you you want to help everyone like uh you don't really want to turn anyone away you want to say yes to everyone um which i get as well but then i think if i could go back and then i know the things i know now then i would have been happier to say you know no sorry this isn't going to suit you uh in terms of the, the downsides to it um the, the process involved, I think, has to be set out at the beginning. So you have to be very clear and upfront with people about what's involved and how it works. Otherwise, you end up like, um, you know, chase, you don't want to be chasing people for things and information and data because it all works on information. If you don't get that from someone, you cannot do the job that you're being asked to do. So that, the fundamentals of it are based around getting information from that person. If, they can't stick to that then it all breaks down um and the other pitfall that uh, i kind of get a little bit but <clears throat> is someone's capability with it um and just computer systems and using emails and using technology that i think comes into it and if you've got someone who <laughs> it really that like i always use the example like my dad if my dad was going to use like online coaching it just would not work he has a phone it doesn't even turn on it just and it's like one of the ones with the um, big giant buttons on but it you know he's the kind of person who just it doesn't you know it doesn't make any sense to him so you have to you have to bear that in mind with who you're trying to appeal it to really yeah i uh sure basically you don't want to be coaching you don't want to be coaching a johnny lewis do you (laughs) (laughs) i i uh, had some like consults with a guy and I was going to try and make online coaching work uh, with him. And I really wanted to because it was really, you know, a pretty ideal client, really. Um, but he didn't even have an email address. Like That's how just like sort of not, not against technology, he just didn't just didn't have it in his life. and He didn't even have an email address. And I was a bit like, OK, you don't live far away from me so I could post you the things and you could like we could chat. And I was trying to make it work in my head, and it, it never came off. It, it never like we got got like literally to the signing the line, and it just it just fell apart a bit. But um, but in my head, I was trying to make it work. I was like, how do I make online coaching work when without being online? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but you, we, you coach. Pardon? You just do coaching. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that was quite funny. But what you say about information though obviously like we've probably all had the client or clients that you know you you ask for information each week or every other week or or whatever you kind of your terms are so you need things like uh knowing roughly what they've eaten or how much they've eaten you need to know kind of 
what they're what they're looking like. So maybe checking photos. Uh, potentially, you need to know their weight and how that's fluctuated through the week and whether it's gone up or down as an average. And uh, maybe body measurements as well of sort of like the stomach and the hips and the waist and stuff like that. Um, so it's just like as many different things as you can get make the process easier, especially when it comes to evaluating whether you need to make changes if you're trying to lose <coughs> weight or, or gain weight. And um, I'm sure we've all had the, the clients that have turned around and said, well, you've not given me very good advice. And you turn around and say, well, you've not given me any updates for however long. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we've all had that. Yeah, definitely. The, the breakdown in communication and also the data that's provided, if you don't have that, it, it doesn't work. But can I, I always say this to some of the, well, the new clients and also the clients I work with, but I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to the information, like spreadsheets that have, you know, track everything so that to the point where, not for everyone, but with some clients, yeah, we track everything. Because if, if we can nail all of the different specifics and variables and I can see, you know, the average trends and whatever's going on, then that makes it really easy to 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 work um however if you just don't get that it breaks down real quick so yeah and that goes back to then making sure they know that at the beginning at the start if you don't do it then it's kind of hard to build that in throughout i think yeah totally i think like having the expectations of everyone um up front is massive and it's, it's not only that obviously people have got to realize that coaching is not a magic wand that is going to be like oh yeah if i pay you however much money a month or whatever or have you charged, I'm just going to get lean and shredded. No, you've got to put in the work. It's just, you know, you're, you're a guide map, but you, don't, you can't walk for them. It's not how it works. Yeah. You'd be amazed at the people who do that as well, though. They were they're yeah. just, yeah, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess, like, um, I know, I know, well, I know a couple of little things that you do, which maybe, like, is nice or something that you kind of do to make it special for clients. So, Maybe tell the people like kind of what what would a good coach do to make things a little bit different, maybe than yeah, outside of. No, actually, I'm going to reword this. So just maybe <laughs> it's going to be massively derogatory then to a certain population of Insta coaches, but you not going to do that. Better not make us look bad with this because if you make us look like crap coaches, he probably because we have clients will. that listen to this, and if they turn around and go, "Well, that Dan Mac is such a nice guy. He like sends roses and flowers to all his he? clients every week." <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is there anything special you can do to make this kind of your coach a little bit different or a little bit personalised? <laughs> yeah, I mean, apart from the old, the, the same things as, you know, going through the, the detail of the check-in and whatever, and I used to say the videos that we send out, I'm a big fan of, um, like I have like logbooks printed out, so they're embossed. Um, <laughs> Um, so they're yeah, they're I'll say fancy. I'm I'm a big fan. They of, are because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of like like I say like the information and tracking stuff and and the data. And I got fed up with clients taking their phone into the gym and then it being a, not that I don't have my phone there, but then I felt if I had a logbook, you know, it's actually something physical to write with and, you know, you can scribble and cross stuff out. And so in the end, I just thought, right, sod it, I'm just going to order load in and then send them out to people. Um, and it's, it's just, I think it's nice to, to get that from, from a coach where you've actually got something tangible. 
so yeah something that we do and also we try and just got into the routine now of trying to organize like meetups every so often just to build a little bit more community around the coaching side of it mm. uh, whether that's in the gym or we just do something else so yeah just trying to build that around it um but other than that i probably don't do anything too much different to what you guys do uh i just think being being as hands-on as you can in an online um you know world you know, you're not physically there but if you can try and be as much there as possible then that's that's where you get the success i think um yeah yeah <laughs> no but the logbooks just, are good. so <laughs> No, they are. They're fancy, mate. Don't show us up. Look, we're going to we're gonna have to get bloody NNN logbooks now. When I, when I post them up there, the amount of messages I get, oh, where do you get the logbooks from? Oh, you just Google it and search them on there. <laughs> but you do know you could sell them uh, to people. I don't know if you do or not. Uh, because there's a chap called, uh, oh, Christ, what's his last name? James Hollingshead, uh, IFBB Pro in, in London-based. And um, he he has these like logbooks, which I think he's kind of created, and he sells them on for like 20 quid a go to all over the country and all over the world. And because he's an assisted athlete, so he has room for to all your food to go in there, all your training to go in there, and then all your extra supplementation to go in there as well. So you can keep everything in one place, and he, makes a, he must make a fortune from them because he's forever uh, posting them out and stuff. Um, so uh, I, you know, I did see that. I saw him do it, and it was just – he makes them, money himself. So yeah, yeah, prints it all off, binds them, and sends them out, yeah. It did cross yeah. my but then it would lose its, uh, its specialness. Yeah, if it's just for your clients, yeah. I mean, I, I do check my, my post every day, and I know Brett does the same, checks posts for one, but... Uh, yeah, I'll be honest, I've literally been camped by my front door for ages. And oh. thank, thank God I can work at home or online, because otherwise I'd never get any work done. I'd just sit by my door instead. Asking the Maybe. postman, is it is it there yet? <laughs> Have you got it? Uh, um. So, okay, so say someone's thinking, yes, I really like the idea of this, really love the idea of online coaching, I think it could be something for me. What should they look out for? Like just high level, kind of what are the main things? Right, okay, well, look for an online coach. This is really kind of what you think, right? These are the main things you should ever look out for to consider as good or bad. Uh, number one, probably at least 50,000 followers on Instagram. Sure. Uh, uh, to multiple ab shots in in you know, posts goes without saying. Uh, <laughs> or 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 a yoga pant booty shot. <laughs> Even if it's a dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of the the band workouts with the groups. Yeah, all of that. Um, no, I mean, I think you have to if you're going to look out there and look for a coach, then do please do. Your research first uh, and I'd always I said this a while ago and I do kind of bring it up every so often about ask questions like all the you know just question what it is their their coaching is about question um, the processes around it ask for their you know results ask you know um, to, to see proof and um, how they they work things just just do as much research as possible before you you actually go and make your choice because i mean any decent coach will be able to go yeah i can answer that i can show you this you know this is how i do it 
I can you know, set you know, show you the setup. I mean, I've in the past done videos for clients who have said, oh, "I'm interested in working with you. I just want to know a bit more about it." So I'll film a video, show them the whole system, the setup, and just send it to them. Right. You know, and then they can make a decision then just yeah do your do your research first um, and don't be influenced by uh sexy pictures on social media <laughs> that's my whole marketing scheme that is sexy <laughs> pictures <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah I, I think a really cool one as well if you're if you're really umming and ahhing um ask to speak to one of their clients yeah, yeah, that's a cool yeah. one. Uh, yeah, because uh, you know everybody has a, a few clients that are, uh, happily happily do that because they just love the process and and, and everything. Yeah, mm. I I think one of the big things to look out for is like just ask them what their approach is, and if they immediately say, oh, "I'll give you a weekly macro." just kind of maybe start asking some other questions around kind of how, why that entails that. Because I think there's just so many um, online coaches out there nowadays that are effectively like the, the macro coach, you know, they're just going to say, you know, or, you know, you might get, you, you see it on Instagram all the time. They've got the guy's got a, a coach got shredded because they've been adherent to a plan and then they sell it off to, you know, like every Tom Dick, Tom Dick and Harry just saying, here's my macros go out. And they're basically just kind of doing that. I think that's kind of like so easy a trap for people to fall into. So like all the things you talked about at the start about what you, you do in terms of like habit building and that I think like to ask questions around kind of the different approaches people take. So I think it's like, like you said, doing the research, it's got a massive thing for people to do because if not, you will inevitably end up getting stuck with a, with an Insta coach because there's, there's just so many of them out there. Yeah, and then if you don't know any different, that's what you'll think it's supposed to be like. And then it's only when something might happen and you end up working with someone like like us, so you think, oh wow, this is this is what it's supposed to be like. Um, you know, do your research, <laughs> especially when you're paying, you know, a, a good amount of money as well. You know, you can pay. <laughs> up to sort of 200 pounds a month for coaching can't you depending on what it is I'm not saying everybody's that expensive um i wish we could all charge that um but uh, you, you can be you can be paying quite a lot of money for for coaching and if you're just being sent a macro plan or a food plan that gets sent to everybody um you hear all sorts of scare stories and my favorite one was uh Somebody was sent a like a, a food plan of you eat this at this time and and don't deviate from the plan otherwise you will die um, or make no results and um, same thing yeah uh, <laughs> and uh, they so they'd asked them that I was amazed they'd even asked them this but they said like uh, are you allergic to anything are there any foods you really don't like and they put down they they didn't they were allergic to nuts and in the plan there was like three different nuts within the plan and they'd obviously just not looked at it and just sent it to them and said eat this or you won't make results you won't lose weight uh, the thing is mate like, the person the person the person you're talking about the person you're talking about or whether it might be the same story or you know just an identical story but um is a very famous tv chef makes really quick minutes maybe in like quarter of an hour <laughs> No, definitely not. Not the. Not the. I can't remember which who the coach was. I don't think I was ever told. It was just like I was like spoke to the client, and it it wasn't a famous TV chef. I, I've I've heard I've definitely heard that exact scenario from that source. Oh right, yeah. really on, on on more than one occasion. A floppy head TV person, or 
Yeah, a floppy haired TV chef that makes really quick minutes in Corvina. Minutes, yeah. meals in Corvina. Meals, yeah. Yeah. Dangerous, isn't it? Really dangerous. Yeah, it is. It's obviously, well, the, the only thing I will say is, you know, it's kind of like the do not bleach, do not drink bleach scenario. Like, if you're given a meal plan that says peanuts and you know you're allergic to peanuts and you eat peanuts, you're an idiot. You know, you're a bit of an idiot. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, maybe that's just um, evolution kind of working out. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know that's, that's what is why they put do not drink on bleach bottles. So. I think this is just take it off and just yeah, yeah, <laughs> same same scenario, yeah. But um, cool, right? Well, um, Dan, is there anything else about online coaching you think like people, the listeners would think would like to know, or do you think we covered everything? Uh, just having a look, but no, I think pretty much covered most of it. Uh, like the biggest things I think are to just make sure like we just talked about you thoroughly you know if you are going to go and work with someone you know maybe just look at what they put out there look at their content you know see if it suits the way you you are see if you can kind of um they talk about it a lot don't they in the online world of aligning with with a certain coach or whatever yeah. uh and yeah and then make your make a, a proper decision around what you want to do uh and yeah like you were saying it was a point that you brought up in my mind about the pricing like it sorry to go back on that but it um it makes me angry sometimes where you i work with people and they're like oh, i was paying you know like yeah nearly 200 pounds for and then what i heard what they would get for that i was just like wow and you know it makes me think that what i provide i'm like wow i'm just selling myself short but then i think no because i feel like the amount I charge is you know, worthwhile for that service, and it just annoys me that yeah, that, that price in what you get for it is just it's yeah. I think I think um, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to revisit that actually in terms of um, not the same point, but more you, if you're picking a coach, be a bit careful if someone's saying you know my like, here's a twelve week plan for twenty nine quid because to be honest, if they charge you twenty nine quid. They're not going to give you much of a service because, like you know, you know the amount of effort, time, and the, the, the even the man hours that you put in for, you know, the, the level of service that you offer for people. You can't do a lot for twenty nine pounds. So you're definitely yeah. a macro coach. Yeah, you'll get Which, what you pay for. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, and if if they're out up front saying, "I'm just going to give you macros," I guess all right, cool. Actually, fair enough. Why not? not that anyone should pay you to get macros because let's be honest like most people would do it we do enough for free in our group when people just want macro checks or stuff like that so it's not that you really need it but still you can get that for free anywhere like so that's not the point of coaching is the coaching is more than that it should be whatever goes around that but yeah you can get all that stuff like on anywhere for, for nothing um, just download my fitness pal and it'll give it you yeah exactly um, um, in our live it, video the other day, we were giving out the calculations for it in pounds and kilos. Um, yeah. my, <laughs> my other thing I was going to say is just based on if you are going to go down the road of coaching, with someone, just be prepared to um, just give, like, you need to be willing to give the information. So, like, because uh, otherwise you're not going to get a good service from them or they're going to struggle whoever the coach is going to struggle with if they're, if they're decent but yeah just just kind of 
be prepared to to kind of give the information out if you especially if you want that that specific help so it kind of works yes. both massively coaching is just not a one-way thing it shouldn't just be like do this do this do this it should be like that, that two-way communication but yeah yeah you gotta give them something to work with yeah cool but yeah nothing other than that i think i'm done with, with all i've got on it unless there's anything else you want to ask <laughs> no i think Ed? that's uh, covered everything nicely nice and nice rounded approach to online coaching good little summary shall we um show okay so um i've got a few more questions dan what? um there's a few more uh what what what's your f- actually let's start with a really really right in-depth um important one what's your favorite gin oh no um it's changed it changed recently to whitley neil so it's my favorite one at the moment have you tried their quince gin is that the purple one uh pink green pinkish. green what is pinkish no that tends to be like a red berry type thing it's green quince have it with lemonade not tonic water honestly incredible uh, so yeah it used to well we're a big Jim Mayer fan anyway but yeah recently wherever there's been Whitney Neal I've been having it and um, I might have drank a few last night so probably why my voice sounds a little bit croaky but yeah I'll just oh, that's, that's the top one at the moment <laughs> okay good and uh, what tonic would you drink it with oh <laughs> uh, it depends what they've got if I had a choice I would drink it with double dutch uh just normal tonic water yeah okay not even slimline bold a man of your size is it, is needs it, lots is of it because there's like <laughs> oh yeah is it, is it because there's some sort of spartans and stuff i just think it tastes nicer <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does definitely does cool right okay what's the um what is the best burger joint you've ever visited best burger joint and if you say five guys i will end the call right now (laughs) no it's definitely not i was mortified when i went to five guys for the first time or the first time and the only time i went to five guys yes paid like 25 pounds for what i can only describe as like a half a burger but um Best place called Burger. Uh, I quite like, like, I'm going to be quite commercial here and say, like, Gourmet Burger. I think they do some good, decent ones in there. For me. Lame. Lame. <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's lame. Jesus. Right. We should have said, we should have said no chains. Oh, uh, no. No, no. Yeah, but then you could have right, said no, your one because. You couldn't have said your favourite because that's now a chain. Not really a chain. It's a a, a, a multi-venue independent. <laughs> so is Gourmet Burger Kitchen and no, so is Five Guys. It's the same. <laughs> Mate, it's got to be of a certain size to be corporate. You can have more than one outlet and still be an independent. Okay, right? okay, okay. Um, uh, I've got a question. What's the, <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in somebody else's house? <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Anyone's house? Someone else's house? The weirdest thing you've ever found in somebody else's house? 
yeah, I don't know if I can answer that. That we've, you we, yeah, you can. We've had whatever you're going to say, you can this, say it. It's a parental advisory. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about everything with this question, so yeah. I think. Not listen to it. I don't know. Uh, Living the wilds, dangerously. Um, <laughs> the, so yeah, we had to go to um, someone <laughs> uh, during a like a, an incident, say for example, um, happened to come across. But that's probably the wrong word to use. Stumble across. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> what, yeah, a giant um, rubberized <laughs> uh, device. Yeah, rubberized device that someone might use um, for certain pleasuring services. A dildo. Yeah. <laughs> it is a dildo, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. It's not the first time, it's the third time dildo's been used on this podcast. So. Uh, it, was, it was rather rather impressive as well. But um, <laughs> it was just, it was weird to, to find it in the situation that we were in because it was like, wow, this is quite strange. But like, not just one, we're talking multiple like range. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Was, well, this, was this when you were fighting fires or locking up bad guys? Um, firefighting is was um it's getting a cat out of a tree it's, it's, <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's kind of strange because you'll you'll be in that situation where you're uh say firefighting or whatever but you're still obviously aware and you're searching so you need to come across things yeah so um but yeah i'm sure there's other strange things that i've found but that just came into my head then yeah I bet it did. Um, right. So, um, <laughs> okay. I've, got, I've, got, I've got a firefighting related question actually. Just before I forget about it. Oh, let's, okay. Have you have you ever had like the saucepan on the head type thing? You know, like been called out to something really ridiculous that should just never ever have like been a thing. Uh, yeah, a few few things like that actually. Um, someone stuck in a swing. <laughs> yeah. <Excellent>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's the stuff that you would we hear it and you think it can't be right, and uh, yeah, stuck in a uh, I don't know how she managed to get stuck in, I think she got in it and then not like, swelled up or something, and she was just wedged in the swing. So that's but, the sort of thing Paul Seard do, <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah, did you offer a nutrition business card afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we had to use um. That hydraulic cutting gear, which is quite interesting to, to cut it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then just other sort of random weird bits that occasionally come up. Um, I actually got called once to the police station because they'd managed to double lock. I can't remember how you do it now. They double lock the cuffs, but then they someone had lost the, the key for the, the cuffs, so they had to call <laughs> to come in and cuff off a guy who uh yeah not not, not the most nicest of, of uh guys either what okay so um what is your favorite flexible food oh, uh we're talking in terms of like for 
or dieting purposes? No, no, no. no. Just so, just we, we use the word flexible instead of junk. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going for iced buns. Iced buns, okay. Yeah. I was expecting a matey cereal, but all right, okay. No, because they're, down. they're like, if you're going to choose like an overall food of foods, then mateys is like, they're like just up there, just on, on a stool, a pedestal. But um, in like an everyday thing, iced buns, I think they're pretty, they fit into most stuff. All right. Good so. lad. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, penultimate question. Is there anyone or anything you've ever disliked for no reason? Ooh. Uh, so you kind of maybe look back and thought, I used to hate that dude, or I never liked that, but now I really like it, or I really like him. Um, uh, you're, just too, you're just too nice, aren't you? You just can't, oh, I like everybody. No, I genuinely, <laughs> I can't think of a situation where I've been in where I've, I've thought that. Um, uh, there's times where I've kind of gone off people as such. But then I, I've, recently I've tried to do this with myself is to kind of not watch like too many, you know, on social media, you're always so much, so much stuff going on. I've tried to like really narrow down what I see so that when I, you know, what I do see is stuff that I like. So that when, before I found that I'd be watching stuff and it would just trigger me off and then I'd end up going, you know, ranting about something or, you know, writing something that I thought, oh, I wish I hadn't bothered writing that now because it just mm -hmm. makes you look an idiot. And I think maybe there's a few bits that have come out recently that I just, it maybe triggered me off again. Um, you know, people sort of <laughs> bashing, bashing like these, fad diets and stuff but but almost to a point where it, you're alienating the people who are doing them that you're trying to help which yeah that kind of triggered me off and i thought oh, maybe i shouldn't have done that <laughs> but yeah you're talking about slimming world yeah just, just everything like that you know um which yeah we all agree that these things are you know they're stupid in how they run and whatever and you know but then when you start to do it to the point where it becomes all the time just like this is shit, this is rubbish, rubbish. And the people who are doing them are like, oh, this guy, he's not very, uh, he's not very approachable. He's, you know, saying all his stuff. Whereas there's a better way to do it, I think. But, you know, maybe that's my, my approach to it. And that's maybe not someone else's approach. <laughs> this is why I don't watch very... all the, the, like the Channel 4 TV programs that are about health and stuff like that, because they wind me up yeah. and I rant and I moan and it just doesn't make you a happy person, does it? No. Uh, um, but no, I can't think of anyone's in you know, specific that I've ever thought that about. It's just in general, try to narrow down what I see now. Uh, yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that's for no reason either, mate. But because obviously you've just explained why, and I, I, I get it. I mean, like I, I'm sure I kind of know the scenario or scenarios that you're talking about, and <laughs> I suppose it's like it is some people's individual approaches, I guess. And like I'm kind of a bit in the middle. Like I don't, really, I mean, I, I kind of have done it. I try not to do it as much now for the reasons you've just said, but I also don't, I'm not really bothered when other people do it either. I just probably just don't get as involved as I used to in it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's just kind of, that's their thing. That's their niche almost. And we've, we've all been there and, you know, and commented on something and then you've gone, oh no, why have I done that? Because it just spirals and 
uh, and you end up wasting time on it. But uh, yeah. I think if there's something valid to be said, then yeah, definitely say it. But yeah. and yeah, people sometimes people's whole approach is to be seen as the the person who who does that, which is cool. And if that's you know if that's how you want to run things, then that's fine. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, no, no, no. I get it, mate. I get it. Like you, just, you, you know, you've kind of got other methods. You know, not a nicer method, I should say. Something a bit more open and happy and approachable. Um, last. <laughs> question then um ed pick a number one or two oh. two i'm just sorry. two okay okay not the usual then we've gone for a different one um what food would be best to make a house out of <laughs> and why uh what just the whole house has to be made out of one food okay i'm going bread bread Loaves of bread. Love it. I love it. Why? Why? Um, in specifics, because it's obviously quite insulating, so it'd be warm. And especially if it was like bread that had just come out of the oven and then you just build your house out of it. It'd be, imagine that, the smell and like also the, the nice feeling it would be. Um, You're, doing and then also, to me. You're doing things to me. Stop it. <laughs> if you like, imagine if you kind of, I don't know, triple layered the walls, you could just, you know, if you fancy some bread, you just reach over and just tear a bit off and like it just be warm bread wherever you are. And imagine the floor. If the floor is made of this like doughy bread, right? Just, just be, it's a bit a nice thing to do, isn't it? Right? <laughs> I think that's that's the best answer we've ever had for that question. Normal people are like, oh, it's got great structural integrity and, and all that. But no, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, li- I like that question because I think it explains a lot about people's mindsets, how they answer it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to just say a uh, big thank you, mate, um, for coming on. Um, it's our pleasure, not yours, before you say it, because I know you said obviously at the start, but no, it's de- definitely our pleasure. I think hopefully loads of people took away a really good insight in what online coaching is. And help and they big guy but he's not intimidating he's a really nice chap and i'd like to like to get some support from him do you want to shout out like your socials anything you want to plug kind of here's your minute to just go boom this is this is me well yeah no i mean i'll say it again like thanks for for letting me do this and um, it was quite a quite a nice thing to be asked to do generally i've never done anything like this before so thank you it's cool um but yeah dan mac fitness is my Instagram, website, uh, Facebook, all the normal things. Um, probably more active on Instagram and Facebook uh, than the others. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's pretty much me. I'm, yeah, nothing, nothing too exciting going on at the moment. Just um, some general coaching bits, but that's it. Okay. Well, but have you got any space? Uh, yes, for Fe- yeah. right, coming up for February, yeah. And we kind of, the initial January lot was kind of finished and then February will be opening up next week, I think, a week after. Good. Well, if anyone's interested, then go check that out. I can vouch just that he's a super, super knowledgeable dude. Obviously, you can tell he's a lovely guy. Um, Ed, do you want to add anything? No. Love you. (laughs) Plus, 
Plus, look, look, he's he's a fellow MNUer, which you just don't get any better. Yeah, good. So, um, yeah, cool. No, thank you, mate. Um, we'll definitely get you on again if you want to come on again. We'd love to have you on again. Uh, so, um, yeah, maybe bring Neil next time. Neil's yeah, a super fan. We'll hook up. Um, <laughs> he's good value. We get him on. He'd be good. Yeah, it'd be quite funny. Yeah, it would be quite funny. Maybe we'll consider that. He'll love this. I, I, I bet I'll get a message off him now. He'll listen to this. I'll get a message saying, get me on. Come on. <laughs> Neil, if you're listening, mate, think of a decent topic and you can come on, all right? <laughs> right ed push the button mate pushing see you all later thanks for listening to the no nonsense nutrition podcast we'll speak to you all next week